Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Ron. And hello, February. Here we are in the middle of the month already, marching towards March. Marching towards March. There you go. And uh, starting out a whole new year, you know, leaving 2019 behind, there were so many things that happened in 2019 that were good and some things that were not so good. And uh, I thought that 2020 just has to be something different and um, lots of good things are happening. Through the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, we delivered over 71,000 cards and 800 deliveries across uh, all 50 states which was very exciting as we continue to grow. Um, I'm in the process of having my book edited now, which will be coming out, I hope, uh, before Mother's Day. That's our goal. Uh, the book cover is also in the work, so be on the lookout for that. And um, I'm just excited to be back and sharing with you again. I know the podcasts have been a little more spread out. It's been an incredibly busy first part of the year, but here we are back with another episode, and uh, I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, so with that, I wanted to start out this week's uh, episode with um, a few messages that I wrote recently that I wanted to share with you that happened to uh, mean a lot to me. And the first one is a result of a, uh, a post that I saw on one of my friend's Facebook pages, and it's a picture of a hand, and it said, I hope there are days when your coffee tastes like magic, your playlist makes you dance, strangers make you smile, and the night sky touches your soul. I hope you fall in love with being alive again. And this really resonated with me, and so I had to do this post that I call, Are You in Love with Being Alive? You know, I believe that we often forget to fall in love with being alive. It's difficult to turn on the television or read a Facebook post or see a news story without some element of sadness or death being a part of what we see. It's all around us, and it often consumes us and makes us take a look at our own mortality. When we're younger, we feel infallible, indestructible, and believe that nothing can touch us. And as we age and start to lose those around us, the importance of enjoying life becomes even that much more important. Every one of our 1,440 minutes in a day are an opportunity to open up our souls and let life in, to enjoy the mundane with the exciting, and know that they're each a gift that we've been given as we breathe that next breath of life. Acknowledging and working through that strife that comes with the journey only makes us more stronger and more aware to make the most of the minutes that we're given. But why is it so hard to enjoy even the simple things of our day? Taking that first step out of bed when another day greets us. Hugging our loved ones goodbye as we send them off on their day. Sitting with that first cup of coffee or tea. Meditating, praying, or just being with our own thoughts. Throughout the day, we should do things that make us smile laugh, cry, and feel emotion. Then when we lay our heads down on our pillow at night, we give thanks for the gift of another day and all that it had to offer. When we come to the point that we filled our lives with those things that make us happy, we are armed with the artillery that we need to weather the things that make us sad. Feeling alive, present, and allowing ourselves to experiencing life as it was meant to be gives us a reason to fall in love with being alive each and every day. What will you do with your 1,440 minutes today? You know, Guru Bogza said, if you want to fly, give up everything that weighs you down. And so I titled this next message, Carry the Bags or Leave Them at Home. All of us have aspirations to be the best that we can be. 
Some work really hard to achieve it, while others sit back and expect it to just magically come their way. For both the desires there, but the willpower to make it happen lies within us at varying degrees. However, the one thing that we all have in common is that the only way to truly fly is to give up those things that are keeping us from achieving the best that our life path has to offer. Throughout our lives, we encounter unmeasurable trials and tribulations as we navigate the path that our life presents to us. How we deal with those trials and tribulations ultimately determines the course the next part of that path will take. If we use failures as learning tools and stepping stones, the next path might be brighter. If we continue to repeat the same mistakes over and over again, we find ourselves in a never-ending loop that seems endless. Holding on to the baggage and all that weighs us down only keeps us from realizing our ultimate potential. Anyone who says they always learn from their mistakes is probably not being very honest. Those mistakes can rear their heads in different ways that we never even imagined. And when they do, there is often no one better at beating us up than the beating that we give to ourselves. The issue with that is that the time we spend being hard on ourselves only gives more opportunity for us to increase the weight that we bear rather than let it go and find our true self. Letting go of the past is difficult and facing an unknown future can often be scary. And when we face that future without all the baggage that's holding us down, the chance that we're going to find our way down a better life path gets that much easier. Imagine walking a mile carrying five suitcases and walking a mile with none. Leaving those suitcases at home is our best chance that we truly learn to fly. You know, when we're trying to overcome some hardship or trying to deal with something that we're either trying to get out of our lives or change in our lives, we often find ourselves sometimes up against uh, a brick wall. And so this particular post I titled, Removing the Bricks. Now, I often talk about finding ourselves up against a brick wall, knowing that there's something on the other side that's going to make life better, but not being able to quite reach it. And when that happens to me, that's when my mind goes into overdrive. I think very analytically, and as I maneuver through a thought path, when I reach what seems to be a roadblock, my mind takes a turn and tries to find another path forward. It's the way I am hardwired, and it all starts with a plan. As I look at the wall as a whole, I try and find the point where the wall would be the most fortified, and that becomes the last place that I try. I then look for chips, cracks, or positions of weakness where I might be able to extract the first brick. And when I find that spot, I start to chip at it a little bit at a time. I may not be able to remove it at first try, but as I start to chip away at the mortar that holds it, eventually I pry it loose and the path to potentially solving my dilemma starts to become clearer. Once I have successfully removed the first brick, I move on to the next and the next until eventually I have created a hole that at least lets me see the other side, even if I may not be able to quite reach it yet. All the work that goes into creating that hole gives me the strength and resilience to continue on the path to which I desire. Eventually, the full path reveals itself and I'm able to make my way to the other side of the wall with a sense of accomplishment. The process does not happen overnight. Along the way, there are days that seem like the light peering through is never going to fully show itself. Yet perseverance and dedication to the ultimate goal help drive the success that will ultimately come. Often, there may not be just one wall. It may require getting through several walls to get to the other side. And when you do, what an awesome experience it is. Once you have experienced success, 
It is then necessary to reflect on what put the wall in front of you in the first place and how you keep that wall from presenting itself again. Well, how many uh, of us in our lives really strive for perfection? We're never happy unless everything is perfect and it has to be a certain way. And if it's not, then we feel like that we've failed. Uh, and I titled this next message, Why Perfection? Many of us who have type A personalities will tell you that striving to be perfect in everything we do is exhausting. We see it in our personal lives, our work lives, and even in our interactions with our social circles. And when we fail to achieve perfection, our immediate go-to is a sense of failure because we've not achieved the level that we have desired. And in reality, does anyone really care how perfect we are? Part of the issue with perfection is there's no one definition. What may be perfect to one may be subpar to another and vice versa. What that ultimately means is that we often put unneeded stress on ourselves trying to achieve what others may not perceive to be perfect in the first place. Why is it that we rely on the opinion of others to validate whether or not we have achieved our perfection goal when our satisfaction with what we have accomplished is most often enough? Unfortunately, many of us spend a good portion of our lives trying to please everyone else. We determine our value by the feedback from those we receive around us, and if it isn't good enough for them, then it can't possibly be good enough for us. What we sometimes fail to realize is that the acknowledgement of perfection is often withheld by others simply because they haven't realized their own perfection themselves. I'm currently reading a book called More Beautiful Than Before by Steve Letter. In it, he talks about a Canadian author, Marshall McLuhan, who often repeated the aphorism, we don't know who discovered the water, but it wasn't the fish. And Leder goes on to explain what he meant. So we are so close to our own lives and so immersed in our own reality that we actually have the least perspective on it. And such is the case with perfection. While striving for perfection may be hard, in actuality, isn't it rather simple? If we have given our all and done our best, haven't we achieved perfection? My guess is that the flaws that we see are often rarely seen by most people. Why then punish ourselves for the flaws that don't matter? For the final message today, we're uh, going back to the wall theme. And uh, this particular message I titled, What's on the Other Side of Your Wall? Do you ever feel like your life is a little out of balance and there's something just on the other side of the wall that you can't quite get to that will bring everything back together? In your mind, you're sorting through what is out of whack, but the stress of trying to figure it out is often the very thing that's keeping that balance from coming to fruition. 90% of life is good, but there seems to be that last major hurdle that's standing in between an incomplete life and a fully complete one. The normal course of life is to ebb and flow. We make mistakes along the way, hopefully learning from them, and move on. And each of those moments becomes a stepping stone to the puzzle pieces that all come together to lay out our life plan. Often we repeat the past mistakes and fail to learn the lesson that life is trying to teach us, and it takes additional tries to finally overcome that which seems to be holding us back. We can reach the point where we believe we have finally figured it out, and life deals us one more blow that we are forced to handle. It can be related to our trial or something totally different. Many of us have things in our lives that have helped shape the people that we have become. Some good, some bad, and some that had a profound impact that we find ourselves dealing with them all throughout our lives. Some things are dealt to us when we least expect it, and we find ourselves facing a new challenge that we might have never imagined would come. It is at those moments that the life forces of those around us, 
surround us to help give us the strength that we need to make it through. The reality is that we do make it through. We discover an inner strength that we never knew we had and persevere despite the difficulty being thrown our way. It's not uncommon to feel like what's on the other side of the wall is unreachable. However, when we start to chip away at those bricks one by one, eventually the light starts to come through and that which we need begins to reveal itself. It's not an overnight process, but if we find the courage and strength to see it through, the reward on the other side of the wall can be more than we ever imagined. And there you are, my friends, another episode of Mornings with Ron. As always, I appreciate you taking the time out to spend a few minutes with me. I hope that something I've said in one of these messages resonates with you and gives you something to use as you go about your own life path and figure out how to make your life just as awesome as it can be. I thank you for being here. And as always, when you go out to this great big world of ours, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles. 